0: Previously on the eight question show.
1: I have a friend who his uh, father came from the Ukraine with five cents in his pocket and bought like eight brownstones. Mm-hmm. Eight in, it's a
2: great price for brownstone.
1: Well, he didn't eight pay the five questions. cents. <laughs> he came, this is the story. Questions. Came here with five cents, ended up purchasing these eight brownstones in like the 60s, and now he's a multi-millionaire. Can't afford, that's why I'm front line, hand the sword. I do the sword for myself, not the cash or no damn reward. I need intelligence to craft my bars. I need the medicine that grows effervescent from the hands of God. I need inheritance to slash the odds, create a pipeline to the well while you grasp the straws. Oh. Eight questions. eight questions, eight questions, eight questions, eight questions, eight questions, eight questions, eight questions. Welcome
0: back to the eight questions show where we inject knowledge in your brains by asking the right questions. We have finally came to the conclusion of our real estate series. We have real estate Pete here. Brian, take us home, my
2: friend. Real estate Pete, we saved the best for last. We got the most intended intense question out of all the questions too intense or the final question (laughs) real estate pete what is the future of real estate
1: the future of real estate is what it has always been Mm. it will be the transfer of real estate you know do you want to own your home or do you not do you want to own this building or do you not the future of real estate as I see it as an agent um, may be at a point where real estate agents may not be needed anymore. Mm. During COVID, Zillow attempted to, which, or I think they did purchase the software that we use, that the brokers use. Whoa. I seen this pattern of like companies, right? Mm-hmm. Would purchase these properties, they, they just go and just purchase a whole bunch of homes. Mm-hmm. And they would set up a system to where you didn't need a real estate agent. We just send you the paperwork. You e-sign it. You go to the house. There's a code. You put your code in. It's only good for a limited amount of time. You go look at the house. You leave. And then do you want the house or not? Remember, before the internet, you needed a real estate agent because none of this stuff was it was public knowledge in a sense, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like I could just go on Zillow and look up like the tax history and the -hmm. purchase history of this property. So you need, my clients call me, they know more than me about some of the properties. They're like, oh, I already looked up everything. I know who owned it before, I know when it sold, how much it sold for, I know where it is, I know how many square feet it is, how many bedrooms is in it. I know Mm -hmm. all of this information now is public. So the future of real estate from a real estate agent standpoint. Um, I see, even though all these people during COVID got their real estate licenses, mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't selling anything. Mm-hmm. Even in Long Island, the, the average, I think in New York, the average commission now is like 1%. Uh, Redfin is a company that, yeah. you know, they only charge, it's, it's like a thousand bucks. There's not that 6% rate that most brokers charge. Mm. So the future of real estate from a real estate agent's perspective is, if you're not a top sought after realtor, a lot of these people don't even need a realtor. They really don't. All this stuff is is public knowledge at this point. It always has been, but now it's so easy to access that I don't really need you to to tell, I just need you to show me around, Pete. That's really Some of my clients are like that. Now the future of buying and selling real estate I, I can't really say because the interest rates are going back up. Property values are at an all time high nationally.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything is so expensive. Uh, the money is so expensive that, you know, unless you really have this necessity to purchase a home, it's not a wise time to buy mm. just just because, hey, I got this hundred grand around. Let's go look for something to buy and sit on it right now is not a good time to do that. Mm. Um. But again, the market, the market remains, even in the community I'm in, in Lake Ariel, in the hideout, we just had all these listings go up. We maybe had about five homes available at any given time during COVID. Prior to that, there was about 200 homes available at any given time. Now that number's going back up and a lot of these homes are just sitting there. Mm, no really? one, no one is coming to buy these properties because again, it's in a, commu- it's in a vacation style community. Right now, that's not a necessity for people. Sure, We're at war you know, COVID just ended and people are still, you know, there's so much turmoil wrapped around everything Mm -hmm. that people aren't flinging their money around like they were.
0: Inflation.
1: Well, inflation was (laughs) a reason why a lot of people took their money out of the bank and invested in real estate to begin with. Sure. Remember, Mm -hmm. if I have, uh, let's just say I have 500 grand in the bank and it's just sitting there for whatever reason at this low interest rate of my savings account, and inflation is blowing that out of the water. My financial advisor might call me and be like, "Hey, Pete, you might want to take your money out of the bank and put it into a vehicle, an mm. investment vehicle of some sort, which would be a home." Exactly. Right? One of my clients in 2018 sold 300 shares of Facebook, bought a house for 186. She's super smart. This lady's like, you know, multimillionaire. She helps me with stock advice. Mm-hmm. Sold the three, whatever. Bought this house, um, and now it's worth a lot more than what she paid for it, you know, but even right now she told me, she said, Peter, I said, should I start paying my mortgage off? She said, no, she said, just don't spend any money. Hold on to your money right now. Don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. This was her advice to me is don't spend a penny over what you think you should be spending it on right now. The, the point that you brought up about
2: Zillow, mm-hmm. I, I was listening to a thing in The Economist on their podcast, and they're talking about how as time progresses the internet will take markets that were traditionally illiquid mm-hmm. and hard to buy and sell without having some type of intermediary mm-hmm. and they're making it liquid mm-hmm. so you see that with the stock market where you used to need a broker but now right. you can get on robin hood exactly. and sell a stock in like right. two seconds uh i mean th- there's more travel agents you don't need a travel you don't agent. need oh, all that that's the biggest one exactly they got uh you explained to me um how you can like Transact music online. You yeah. can buy rights to song clips. Yeah. So there's a market that sprung up of music mm-hmm. online. So it sounds like a similar thing is transpiring with, with real estate.
1: Correct. Wow. Yeah. Especially for the agents. It's like over, co- there were so many new agents that came on during COVID. You know, a few of my friends got their real estate licenses like, Pete, we can't sell anything. What, what do we do? Like, why are you doing well, but we are not?
0: You are the example of what Warren Buffett says do in a time like this. He says um, there's two things that you need to do in an inflationary period or in a, or times of turmoil. From a personal standpoint, he said it's be the best at what you do. Correct. Right. He said because regardless of inflation, regardless of times of turmoil, even though it, let's just say it's inflation even though the dollar is worth significantly less people will still use their dollars to purchase your goods or services based on who you are as your your re- reputation mm-hmm. so he said when anything changes you be the best at what you do because right. you're still going to be sought after mm-hmm. um and he said other things just invest mm-hmm. right because whatever you call investment whether it's the stock market or property or, or whatever those are the two things to combat it because eventually he's like he said markets have cycles there's people are overly optimistic and they're overly pessimistic, mm-hmm. they're overly pessimistic. That's when wealth is made. And he said the biggest transfer of wealth, the most efficient transfer of wealth is a stock market or, or any other market. When people who don't have a plan sell to people who do. Mm-hmm. So
2: I want to pose a question, uh, in episode seven, which if you haven't listened to episode seven, which was he's owning a home, still the American dream. We touched on the idea that as time progresses, a lot of big real estate investors, and we name some names, are trying to encourage individuals to not own homes. Mm-hmm. Do you think as time progresses that there might be a trend for fewer and fewer people owning homes and more renters? Or is that is it always going to be a nice balance?
1: I seen on the news the other day that there is um some school somewhere is requiring the students to take financial literacy courses in order to to pass.
0: Mm. That's a good idea.
1: There's been a lot of, hey, you know, why didn't I learn about credit in school? Why didn't I learn about all this money stuff and taxes and all this in school? Mm-hmm. Oh, they were trying to hide that that knowledge from us. Yes and no. You know, like back to what you were saying, you know, you need to invest. You need to have money to invest. But guess what? Not everyone has money. When you don't have money, what do you have?
3: Yeah. You have
1: time.
0: Yeah. People
1: Ooh. forget. Turn the TV off. Turn the video game off. Invest your time because that's what's going to make you the best at what you do. You may not have not all question. this money at, at at the moment to invest like Warren Buffett, but you have the time. Warren Buffett doesn't have no time. Exactly. Cuz he's got so much money. So, he's able to invest his his dollars. They're not telling you that you have time, which is way more valuable than money.
0: Wonder what without question.
1: Invest your time, whether it be putting it towards learning a new skill or putting it towards being in a better relationship, mm-hmm. putting, you know, being in a better job. Oh, I can't quit my job. It's just, you know, I need to sell my time. You're selling your time for this money. Exactly. Get your time back. Not yeah. saying quit your job or, you know, dump your girlfriend. But if you feel it's not working out for you, reinvest if mm. you don't have the money get your time back because that time that's invested powerful. will eventually turn into big big money
0: that's powerful time is the best currency
1: it reminds me of that saying that's powerful people
2: underestimate how much can be or they overestimate how much should be accomplished in one day mm-hmm. and underestimate mm. what can be accomplished in one month mm. so sometimes people Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to dedicate the time to, uh, you know, being a real estate agent and going through all the studying and it's a lot of work and, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make money in the first, you know, month, two months, but sometimes good things take many months. Sometimes it may take six, seven months, a year, a year and a half. Mm -hmm.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Believe Elite Athletic Training. Believe Elite has transformed the minds and bodies of thousands of athletes, the nutritional coaching strength conditioning training, and mental performance programs are now available online. Work with owner and head performance coach John Rand, AKA Coach JR, my good friend, to attain your goals and be the 1%. Coach JR works with some of the best athletes in the world. He can help you too. All you have to do is believe it. Apply online for a free phone consultation today by clicking on the link in the description.
2: But then when you look back over a 30 year career, you're like, damn, I'm glad I invested that year and a half. Yeah, because it gave me a twenty nine and a half of rain
0: of income. Man, you do. You said some Robert Greene, who wrote the forty eight laws of power. I saw this two two days ago. He has the most beautiful uh, quote about that. He goes Jay Shetty, asked him a question. He said, What's the best advice in life that you've gotten? Mm. So he said, my brother in law gave it to me. He said he told me to watch the grass grow. So Shay was like, what are you talking about? He goes, he said what he, what he meant was, or what he said to me was the most beautiful things happen over time mm-hmm. and people uh, don't really have the, human nature wants things that to happen tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Sure. You, you sure. want to go um, in real estate, you want to be real estate p to mm-hmm. like the next day, right? Right, and, and if you're not it the next day, you consider it a waste of time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But he said, when you, when you look, when you sit back and watch the grass grow, And you realize over time how beautiful grass grows when it of course it's a it's a it's a saying Mm -hmm. but it's it everything happens when time everything beautiful happens when when you when you apply time to it sure warren buffett said this other day he goes the reason why people look at me now he's i'm 93 so my 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 compounding is bigger numbers but back when i started in the 60s i didn't really i had to beg people for money yeah Right? Because he didn't have any. He didn't, he didn't have he had the time exactly. to go out and beg. Bingo. But he used his time because he told Ben Grimm he'll work for free to learn the and that's how much he loved it.
1: Right. And, and that is what I was going to get into is that when I got into real estate, I knew that in the beginning, it wasn't going to just be dollars pumping out <laughs> exactly. of the system. Printing money. So I was showing hundreds of homes just for the experience. Showing a home it takes a lot of nerve. Cause remember, these people might know more about the house than you. They, they're probably way more experienced than you. They've got way more money than you. Mm. It takes a lot. So you need to learn how to, you know, at least um, associate with these people as well. There's a lot of learning that comes into it. Mm-hmm. My first year in real estate, I learned more about everything.
3: Mm-hmm. Just
1: people, the economy, how money works, how contracts work, just everything. It's, it's one of those businesses where you are just learning 360 degrees of how the daily activities of life work. Mm. Take the time out to try something new. Real estate. Yeah. Everyone's trying to jump into it. You know, I've got people saying, oh, I don't even need a real estate agent. Some guy told me I could just wholesale. Honestly, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what does that mean. He's like, "Oh yeah, you know a bird dog." I'm like, "What's a bird dog?" <laughs> oh well, you know, I go and find the properties, and then I get a little bit of, yeah, you get a you get a piece of someone else's commission. I think exactly. I know who you were for talking running to running around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for running around for somebody else. So again, you're you're not putting that time into yourself. You're putting your time to decide for somebody else all over again. Mm. Uh, you're showing zero personal growth, and then the minute it doesn't work out for you, you throw it away and you say, "You know what? It didn't work out." it's fake exactly it's bullcrap i'm gonna go try something different um i just knew i just seen i was i had the clarity to see the light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. and it just worked out for me i really had to stop everything i was doing i deleted all my social media and just applied myself 100 to doing real estate Mm -hmm. and anything related to it
0: it's funny you say something about the agent itself in terms of people needing, because you, like you said, Zillow bought the software and like you, said, you go on Zillow, type in an address. You don't know everything about it. Mm-hmm. What about the market? The future of the real estate market? Because, mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because COVID hit. This is what
1: I was trying to voice. <laughs> 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 oh, I was bad, literally, no, 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 let's go. Let's get into it. Might as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: going to look at it from a commercial standpoint. Take how's that, Take houses out. Take houses out. Mm-hmm. Facebook. Why are you taking
2: houses out?
3: No, so, no, all right. no, because no, 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 the no, no, right. no, because
0: right. my my question is is ready to commercial. I'm I'm very curious to hear his point about about it. Covid hit, right? People work from home, right? Mm. A lot. Uh huh. Facebook announced that they're doing they can do 99 like 99 percent of people are gonna be working from home in the next two years. Mm-hmm. So, as a commercial agent, how is that going? Because I know now people are forcing people to go back to work because they have leases. Uh huh. So it makes sense for them to drive people back into the office, but then after the leases up, uh, what and then the commercial area? How's that
1: going to go? What happened when that happened? Let's say you're working in Midtown Manhattan, right? And you got a five hundred thousand dollar a month apartment, and you're working in you're living in Midtown Manhattan because that's where your job is. Mm-hmm. So they go, all right, you can work from home now. What do you think happened? Probably- Ring, hey, I see this nice house in Lake Ariel. How's the how's the Wi-Fi out there? Oh, it's great. Okay, I'm gonna go out there and buy a house. It transferred right into the residential market because all of these people who were paying all this money to live in the city to be close to their job that didn't have to be there anymore relocated. Mm. Mm. Mo- most of Ooh. the people who think of the. I just know from experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the people coming out to to buy homes from 2020 to let's just say five months ago were people my age who were in the tech industry or who were working at like these big firms in the city and said, you know what? I don't need to live there anymore. I don't have to pay $5,000 a month. I'm gonna go get a nice little thousand dollar mortgage live in this house. And as long as the wifi works.
2: I'm good. I'm good.
1: 100 megabytes per second. I could do my zoom calls. Forget about it. Teachers, um, anything you could think of said I'm not paying this anymore.
2: Wow. So it sounds like the future of real estate is somewhat contingent upon the shift of people working from home and it's going to start mixing stuff up.
1: Well, the All right, now that was the cur- that's let's say that's the current state of real estate. The future of the real estate market whew, <laughs> I see it coming to a screeching halt just because it, it's already happened out by me. Mm. Um no one is interested in having this high interest rate buying this expensive ass house. Nobody. Mm. The buyers have dwindled down to pretty much nobody coming to see any of these
2: homes. Screeching halt.
1: Screeching halt. But, uh, but again, this is a community with pools and lakes and a ski hill and all these other amenities. Mm. But. You know, and and these people purchase homes from multiple reasons, mostly to do Airbnb yeah. because the home was in a in an area that had all these amenities. So they could say, Hey, you're renting a home that has all these amenities outside the home, so I don't have to put them inside the home, let's just say. Oh, mm-hmm.
3: oh that makes um, sense.
1: Um so now that everyone spent all their money during COVID, because that's kind of what happened to, uh, just from my experience, people don't have any more money to spend. They really don't. Their money is wrapped up in all these new loans they got. Uh, Used cars went up and people like, hey, I want a nice car. I got my little PPP loan, I got my little EIDL (laughs) loan, or I got my little money here. I wanna spend it.
0: Exactly. You only live Hmm. once, right?
1: YOLO, I'm gonna go spend this money. And not knowing that the interest rates were gonna go up again. Exactly. Not knowing that the property values were gonna be so high that, you know, now they're going down again, they're kind of leveling out. So now yeah, you bought the house two years ago, you're panicking because no one's Airbnb in your house. When you bought it, there were 13 Airbnbs. Now there's 1300.
3: So unless your house
1: has a hot tub, movie theater, you know, arcade in it, you're I've got some homes that would rent out all the time that aren't getting anybody any interest anymore because there's so many other homes that have all of these unique things in them. Dang and they're like, Peter, wow. all right, let's sell. And I said, I, I told you five months ago to do that. Now you want to put it on the market. I'm just letting you know, if we don't sell it for this price, it's going to sit and it's sitting. And now they're taking their anxiety out on me. Exactly. I got two phones now.
0: <laughs> I me, mean, you both.
2: Oh, uh, that's why you gave me two numbers. So I got the VIP number.
1: You got the VIP number. This is the other phone. <laughs> Shit. This is the anxiety phone. Okay? That pisses
2: me off that I was once a contact only in his anxiety phone, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that I had to get initiated into the other phone. Hey man, listen, you, you don't you don't know how this thing gonna gonna turn out. So you know, <laughs> you, you get this number until He's I looking figured. at his anxiety phone right
2: now. Look at him.
0: Yeah,
1: my. Yep, guess. anxiety. Minute I looked at it. <laughs> well, don't
2: don't look at it. There you go. Anxiety's anxiety. He. This was good, man. This, this was, good. was good. Hey. All of this was good. All eight questions, a wealth of knowledge. You are saying it as it is. You're helping our listeners out. I know for a fact that they got a lot out of each of these questions. And if you guys just tuned in for this question, you got to go back, listen to the entire series about real estate and hear real estate Pete's opinion on all of these different things because it was it was, it was something.
0: Don't you think, Chris? I mean, without question. I mean, I mean, everything that we touched on from how to make money, how to value your money, can your property take everything that you need to know that's important. Mm. The reason why in the beginning of the show we said we asked the right questions because a lot of people ask, you know, questions the fluff, but we're getting into it. Like things can happen and we got into it and we got the perfect person to break all of this down for us. So Pete, we want to thank you from the bottom of our heart welcome. I mean you You're the guy in PA, so for you to come down to spend some time with us, we we really do appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and I I kept everything as much in layman's terms as possible instead of getting too wordy and into real estate terms. Because again, the the biggest disconnect that I'm seeing now after having that conversation with Chris Hoban about what the banks are looking for is that, you know, people can't find apartments they can afford, but they're already qualified to buy a home. Hmm. They're already qualified, but they don't know that. And when they make a phone call, to an agent or something, the agent's not trying to listen to them because you don't have a pre-approval yet. You're no use to me because until you get that pre-approval, I technically don't even have to show you a home. Wow.
2: Pete, how do our listeners find you? Let's say they want to ask you questions. They want you to be their real estate agent. Mm -hmm. They want to follow your music. How do they, how do they find you?
1: Um, I'm not really on social media yet, uh, but um, I will be making all brand new social media accounts again. I think it's time for me to take a step out and start, you know, the education process, or at least start getting people homes who mm. who don't have one. But you can reach me at five seven zero two one seven three two seven five. There we go directly. And you got a uh,
2: real estate Pete Instagram.
1: I do have a new Instagram, which um, <laughs> real people estate... are gonna be
2: listening to this like next year too. Yeah, so, real, real
1: estate Pete eleven eleven. Uh, it's my lucky number. It's my favorite number. From for many reasons. Um but uh yeah, I just started it. But again, I'm going to be making all new social media accounts. But for now, if you want to reach me five seven zero two one seven three two seven five. How did I
2: forget real estate Pete is also the guy that made the theme song to oh. this very show? <laughs> That's Thank right. you for that as well, Pete. No 100%. Problem, man. So you you're
0: you you're gonna hear the talent of Pete every single time you tune into this show. So yeah. salute to you. Listeners, thank you again for tuning in. This wraps up our real estate series. I really do hope that you got a lot of it. I know I did, I know Brian Mm -hmm. did. Again, Pete, thank you for showing us, showing us some love. Tune in, comment, subscribe, like. We will see you all next series. On the next episode of the eight question show.
2: And again, it was totally not anything to do with the plant other than they realized, oh, we could take the same tactic and associate this plant with certain communities and then use it as an excuse to target
3: and destroy these communities.